What up? This is Morris Hawkins returning to let you know that all past podcasts are available to listen to by visiting www.gamebanter.co.uk. Also Twitter, iTunes and Audioboom. That's futuristic. With more information here is my chick, my baby and my boo. Thanks babes. I have literally fallen head over wheels for you. Follow the Game Central podcast on Twitter at Game Banter. Also, at GC Lives Podcast for Rob. And at Uki, 3000 for Don. Remember you can also listen to all previous podcasts on the website. Enjoy the show. You know it's true, everything I do, I do it for you. Uh, hello and welcome to the Game Central Podcast, episode 80. Boy, that's a lot of podcasts. That's like over eight hours, isn't it, Gareth? That's well over eight hours. Probably close to, to 190 hours. No, no, I think it's over 100 now. It's got to be, because most of ours are an hour and a half. Remember that, people, the longest podcast out there, gaming podcast, uh, hour and a half, so you do the maths, 180, I'm just doing the maths, yep. 120 hours, Yeah. so beat that, come on someone, try and beat that. Uh, 130 hours. But the question is though, uh, why do we do it? Uh, well that's a great question, so if anyone out there knows, feel free to let us know. <laughs> you can really uh, do with a... Let us know why we're doing insight. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, just let us know. Uh, Don has been mingling with the stars again this week, having met Yuri Geller a few months ago. They only met because Yuri took pity on Don for buying a spoon from him for £900. He gave it a good bending over in front of Don, and I'm not talking about his girlfriend. <laughs> Okay. Don't make me laugh, right? It hurts. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, you know, Don, when writing that, I had uh, the actually to look back regarding how much you spent on the spoon because my instinct was telling yeah. me it was £90. Because <laughs> that's a lot for a spoon, to be fair. Yeah, because surely 900 ludicrous. is ridiculous. That is yeah. ludicrous. Literally, you've gone Luda! Right yeah, you've Neither gone of you know that reference. Because... Ludicrous. Um, I know who ludicrous is. No, you don't. So, uh, which celebrity did you meet this week, Don? This week, the celebrity I have mostly Gareth, been meeting... Sorry, sorry, Don. Gareth only oh. knows who Ludacris is because of Fast and Furious. Hello, Ludacris is. Right, so, which celebrity did you meet this week, Don? This week, I met Rachel Riley. Oh, yes, and tell Rachel Riley for everyone out there who doesn't know who she is. Tell Rachel Riley for everyone out there who doesn't know yeah, who she is. Yeah, tell Rachel Riley who she is for Rachel everyone Riley, out there. It's an question. <laughs> You are Carol Vorderman's replacement brain box on Countdown and latterly 8 out of 10 Cats does Countdown and you are incredibly fit. Oh yeah, so you like a smart... And dude. may I say, very, very friendly and very polite and very nice to talk to. No, you may not say that. Well, no, uh, you can't say that. You've got to tell her. She's incredibly nice. Do you think she's going to come to you after you've said those nice things to her, Don? <laughs> no. Tell her she was an absolute bitch and she couldn't do sums when you gave them to her. <laughs> what love do we have some yeah, yeah so some how some many times do I go into you <laughs> fucking hell or me plus you equals one, one. and a half <laughs> <laughs> 
it actually equals prison. But, yeah. you know, that wasn't what was going on. She would yeah. eat you alive, Don. Uh, if, uh, if people are wondering of... yeah. what she looks like, uh, go to the post for this podcast on GameMatter.co.uk. Because I'm yeah. definitely going to make the picture of you and her the picture for this week's podcast. <laughs> Excellent. She's one of the most blonde women ever. Oh, oh in... that's an insult. No, no, as in literally her hair is the most blonde I've ever seen a woman's hair. Ever. Are you trying to say that Hitler would be a fan of hers? Yeah. <laughs> well... Oddly, Hitler was the least Aryan-looking man ever. He, had, he was short with black hair, and his girlfriend, Eva Braun, was also short with black hair. So this whole thing about them wanting... The first person who should have gone, hang on a minute, this whole Aryan race thing you've got going on, uh, do you want to have a quick look in this mirror, Mr. Hitler? You yeah, find but he you wasn't arrest, saying my friend. he was one of them, was he? He was saying, this is the perfect race. I've found the perfect race of human beings. I think, though, if you were going to do that sort of thing, you'd pick... Something a little bit more similar to yourself. Oh, not really, because he wasn't the perfect human being. Yeah, famous, that was, famously was a, a very humble man, Hitler. Yeah, he was. He was, he was famously quite quiet, and uh, <laughs> people keep saying he was vegetarian and an atheist, but uh, he wasn't vegetarian, that's a lie. Don, what have you got against Hitler? <laughs> you are slandering him on this podcast. I know, I've, I've no good reason to... to... No. Speak ill. But anyway, if anyone, any listeners would like to see that episode of The Gadget Show, it will be on next week when uh, she tests out a new gadget which catapults little ball perverts away from you if they come within two feet of you. Did the gadget work, Don? The gadget didn't work. I was evidenced by the photograph. There you go. Uh, Don also said he would never again wash the hand that touched her just over the bun. Gareth said the same thing when Gary Glitter ran his hand through his hair during his 10th birthday. <laughs> come on, come on, your hair, I say. And you haven't washed it since, have you, Gareth? Nor cut it, no. Nor cut it. So there you go. That's very beautiful. And when you think, Gareth, the hair that's at the bottom of your hair now mm-hmm. is the hair that was on top of your head many years ago. Just think about that. That's, that's weird. That's fascinating, isn't it? <laughs> fascinating. But you haven't downloaded this podcast to hear about Don's Celebrity Circles, nor have you downloaded it to hear tasteless Gary Glitter jokes. No, you are here to listen to the latest gaming news, opinions on the latest releases, and boy, will you be disappointed. (laughs) I seriously wish I was joking. Uh, No, we put ourselves down, but I think we've got a strong podcast. We do, alright. Thank you. It's definitely a podcast. It is, and it's strong. It's it's the longest podcast out there. It's longer than some films. But it's still definitely a podcast. Yeah. What do we have this week is the latest gaming news. If Gareth has researched it properly. <coughs> cough, cough, Black Ops 3 beta. <laughs> uh, a lovely little feature. But what they say, Gareth, is news is better than no news. I've heard so, that said. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a lovely feature in the middle as Gareth and Don try to work out which job advertisement brings to which game as they visit the gaming job centre. Mm, very curious, isn't it? <laughs> After Gareth, you lost last. The, we didn't lose. We drew the pun, uh, the pun game. But obviously, you've got more experience at a job centre than Don. Yeah, so that's, that's true. I, this is the first game I'll come in with an inherent advantage. Yes. <laughs> and then we finish, as we do each week, with the mundanely titled, What Have We Been Playing? Yep, you guessed it. We'll be talking about what we've been playing this week. Is Zombie, previously known as Wii U game Zombie U, worth a re-release on next gen? Is Gareth still playing The Purgatory, which is PC Hell? And has Don played anything that isn't Destiny? 
Well, find out for yourselves as we launch into the Game Central podcast, episode 80. Before any of that happens, we should start with what may be the most important part of the show, a section so important that the government closed down NASA and diverted all funding so that Don could delve even deeper into the recess of the gaming industry you didn't even know existed. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Don's Hot Goss Ip. Hello. Hi Don, how are you doing? Good, thanks. I like how I say hello at the beginning of the the gossip section, and uh, as if we haven't said hello. No, but this is you. This is Don. This is what Don's all about. If you don't say hello, yeah. people get confused. Yeah. It's polite as well, isn't it? It's just, it's just manners, really. It's manners, and a lot of people have forgotten what manners is. Yeah. What manners is, or what grammar is. What um, manners is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, um, Drive Club, that's a game. No, uh, it's, it's, ga- it's a game, it is, and it's one in which you drive cars um, in clubs. That's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's getting some updates. Um, it's uh, had one uh, just a couple of days ago, and it's getting another one in August, which is adding uh, a new car. The Ferrari 488 is getting added uh, later on this month. Is, uh, that, is that for real, or did you just make up that no, car? That's, no, that's, this is all for real. What are you talking about? That's a real car. You can Google it. Oh, yeah. Google Ferrari Look, 488. There's, there's, a, there's a car called a Ferrari. <laughs> there is. Ferraris are a real thing. I've definitely heard of them. Yeah, right. Um, but there's some other cars they're bringing out. Kojima designed uh, as well. <laughs> what? I suppose Kojima designed the cars. These Ferraris. No, that would be ludicrous. He's, he's never designed cars. He's, Gareth he's doesn't even know who Ludicrous is. <laughs> I'm sure Ludicrous didn't design the Ferraris either, even though he probably could if he wanted to. You must have heard his album, uh, was it Chicken Shag? Chicken Shake or Chicken Shack or something? I haven't heard that album, Don. You have. It's the one that's got um, stand up on it, which is the greatest stand up. Ever made. Uh, 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 stand exactly. up. I like move, bitch. Get out the way. Get out the way. I say, get out the way. Very, very sexist. I like the ones where he goes, what? Oh, okay. That's, that's little. What? That's little John. Yeah. <laughs> that is little well, John. That's not ludicrous, then, is it? I didn't say. No. I just said I like the ones where he turn goes. down for what? <laughs> Okay. I want to, I t- there's a video on YouTube using that um, DJ Snake tune of, uh, you know the kid who used to be a uh, success kid? The meme that went around the kid yeah. pulling the fist. Well, he's a few years older now, obviously, and there's a video of him cutting up some, <laughs> some oranges with a samurai sword in his wow. back garden. And uh, this guy made this video put the music, uh, put that turn down for what to it, and uh, put a load of graphics over the top of him, just, going, just massively overemphasizing how cool he is at blowing up the, you know, killing these oranges and <laughs> it's all this kind of shit, and it's quite hilarious. But anyway, I stole that video um, yeah. and put it on my YouTube channel, uh, and my YouTube channel has like eight views in total, and most of them are me. Oh, yeah. um, so I put this video on. It was a really shitty down copy because I've downloaded it on my phone, so it was downgraded to absolute balls. Brilliant. Uh, put it on my channel and used some descriptive words like success kid, orange, slaughter of doom, 
um, so people could find it. And yeah. it got more hits than the guy who'd actually done the video <laughs> and put it together. It was pretty genius. Wow. Uh, because he, he'd named it something completely nonsense that had nothing to do with, you know, people had seen it and then they're trying to remember what it was to, to find it on YouTube and typing in yeah. things like success kid and oranges and, and samurai he, He'd used none of those words, so mine kept coming up. And I got three and a half thousand hits in two days. And wow. everyone was going, oh, this dude's channel's going to blow up, ooh, and all this kind of shit. And, <clears throat> and then it got done for copyright and taken down. You did? Why didn't you call it the Game Central Podcast Kid? No one would have found it. it wasn't, but... The podcast wasn't around when I, uh, when I did that. Or if it was, I wasn't a uh, full-time member. Three and a half thousand is like 3.5 times the number of listens we've had on Audioboom. Yeah. It is. It's quite good. Well, that was the hot gossip for this It week. wasn't actually the hot gossip, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> what we failed to take into account is that there are other cars that I have not made up, which are coming to Drive Club. Can and I they include. You can guess what they are, yes. Go it ahead. It is one Lightning McQueen from uh, Disney's Cars. Oh, close, but no. Yeah. <laughs> Disney is involved. One of them is Herbie the Beetle from Herbie Goes Bananas and such uh, other Beetle. films. Herbie Be- does Monty Carlo. an animal, mate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Citroen C5, because, you know, you want a Citroen from, C5. Oh, from any, that Disney uh, film. Any recent thing. No, the Beetle is... What are you on about? Citroen C5 is not from a Disney film. Yeah, it's from it Aladdin, is. isn't it? Is it Aladdin? It, it was in Aladdin. There's just. Oh, I'm sorry, Aladdin. The deleted like scene. Set. What? He steals the car in the beginning, and they go to cut his hand off. <laughs> <laughs> it's set in like medieval Saudi Arabia. Yeah, mate. Right. That's what Saudi Arabia's um, like. I'm so confused. And the other one is a pedal tricycle. So there, enjoy those when they come out. That's not a car. Very good. No, it's not a it's car. It's a vehicle. They're branching out. Well, like a kiddie's well, tricycle. Yeah. Maybe they should change the title to Ride Club. Ride Club, that would be a See, different game. That would be brilliant. That would be an excellent game. Anyway, enjoy. Well done. That actually sounds like a coherent story that may have actually happened. So well done. Thanks. Uh, now on is. to... All right, calm down. So this is the actual news. Not saying yours isn't news, Don, but it's unverified, so we gossip. can't really call it. It's gossip. gossip. Don't call it news. It's gossip. Two different, completely different things. Utterly different things. Utterly different. Uh, but you know, gossip sometimes does make the news with these dirty tabloids. Yes. Um, s- Sony, they're releasing yet another PS4. Uh, <laughs> this one does look quite good, though, I must say. But then. You know, with all these skins you can use nowadays, you can pretty much customise it however you want. But a Darth Vader, pure black one, is now, well, not available. It's going to be available in November. Yeah. Uh, it looks nice, doesn't it, Gareth? Yeah, it's a nice graphic of Darth Vader's head. Yeah. See, okay. I thought that when I first saw it, and I was like, oh, this is cool, and uh, I quite like to get it. But the more I've looked at it, the less I want it. Why is that, Don? Uh, well, the reason I wanted it to start with was A, Star Wars, uh, yeah. and um, it's not just got the face on it, it's also got um, the Star Wars logo uh, etched in, in the background across the entire top of the console. Yeah. Um, and it's also on the touchpad on the PS4 as well, the PS4 DualShock, which also has the Star Wars logo in, uh, etched on the uh, trackpad. Is that what I just said? I just said yeah. that. It's also got some different coloured buttons to try and make it look a bit like Darth Vader's chest plate. But and it also it has the uh, Star Wars logo on the trackpad. 
It also has a Star Wars logo on the trackpad. So you wouldn't be is... in any doubt that this is actually a piece of Star Wars merchandise. That's right. The main reason, though, that I was really interested in this is because it comes with either Disney Infinity bundle, which wasn't interesting, or you can get it with the new Star Wars Battlefront game and four brand new to PS4 um, upscale remasters of classic Star Wars games. Um, wow. The Pod Racer game, which I have completely forgotten the name of, which was on PS2. Star Wars Racer Revenge. Racer Revenge. Gareth, there you go. Knowledge. Gareth doesn't normally do that. Yeah, it's almost like he can read. Oh. And then, <laughs> and then uh, uh, Bounty Hunter, which was uh, very good. Oh, no, it wasn't. Back in the day. Back in the day, it was. It was ruined, right. Gareth Don. It was ruined. 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 Read the reviews. By... Four out of ten, three out of ten. People yeah. were so hyped for it. Okay. Um, there's also the other oh, one, the Jedi, Jedi Starfighter one, which no one really cares about. Although no, that right. was one of the best. Yep. But yeah. what people really are interested in, or what I was really interested in, yeah. apart from being able to play those three, was the, it was a remaster of Super Star Wars from the uh, SNES. There you go, get on. I want to see what they've done with that. But um, the more I've looked at the console, the less I'm excited by how it looks. Partly because I got reminded of how the Xbox 360 Star Wars uh, limited edition console looked and that looked awesome it was done up like r2d2 it had a gold controller to look like c3po it had special noises that for the disc eject and for booting up to make it sound like exactly um and it just a lot more effort had been put into it this one is literally like you could probably just buy a skin and yeah, stick it on your regular stylish, doesn't it don what did you want it to be in the shape of darth vader's helmet <laughs> um they should have done like a stormtrooper one i think maybe because uh, people like the white ps4s yeah. And there's not enough of those around. Um, they should have they should have customized it a little bit more than just putting basically a skin on it. Um, and it costs three hundred and eighty five quid. Mm. That is though for a one terabyte hard drive in Europe. It's only five hundred gig in the states. So, sorry, America. Yeah. But uh, all the all these consoles that they release, it seems that special editions are coming out all the time now. So they're not really special editions in that sense. No, they're just limited in number. Yeah. But there's going to be quite a lot of them. <laughs> it's not like there's 200 in the world or something like that. It yeah. would be nice if there was. It would, because then, then I'd definitely PS. buy one and it would go up on eBay. You know you know your stuff, Don. You really do. Uh, Sony reveals when its PlayStation press conference during Paris Game Week will take place. Uh, they've they've sent out invitations. We've all got our invitations, haven't we, guys? Uh, sure. And that will happen on Tuesday, October the 27th at 6pm. I hope you're free for that, Gareth. Uh, it's actually three days before my birthday. So no one cares. Don't okay. stop trying. Stop trying to drop hints. Uh, Resident Evil Two fan remake gets cancelled upon the request of Capcom. Now, I think this is really rude because they're nearly towards the end of it. The same way that we were at the end of uh, Don's hot gossip Resident Evil Zero code, uh, yeah. and they thought they'd jump in right at the end and say, "Oh, we don't want this to happen." But they have Capcom have offered. Um, the studio responsible, uh, they called them up and they've asked for them to help discuss uh, how to make Resident Evil 2. So they're going to be involved in that somehow on the remake. Uh, they seem quite happy about it considering they put so much time into this Resident Evil 2 remake. Uh, I'll be like, go away, don't talk to me like that, boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd say, I want to do this, then I'd probably get sued like, as a cease and desist. <laughs> But they seem to have taken it laying down, literally. Yeah. Well, presumably uh, they're going to get paid now, whereas previously they weren't. Yeah. And money 
is a big incentive incentive when you're a developer with not much <laughs> to pay the bills. Yeah, I uh, suppose, but isn't that going against the rock and roll lifestyle of an indie developer? <laughs> going right, for it, man. it makes sense for going Capcom in. as well, you know. They only announced they were doing this like a week ago and because some guy went into a meeting room and went, Let's do Resident Evil Two, maybe. So if Capcom <laughs> it. If, yeah, if Capcom just buy this mod or like this indie project of these people straight up then they yeah, have they, a, a they, basis to work from straight away. Yeah, and Capcom had stated when they did that "We Do It" T-shirt reveal that yeah. they had that. There's not going to be any more news on it for a while because they've basically not even started. They've just decided to announce the fact they're doing it. So we they can just it. get these. They can get these these guys on board and say, "Okay, well, you've basically done it. So, just how about we pay you a minimal fee and you just finish off what you're doing, convert, and we'll convert it to uh, all the platforms, and uh, jobs are good." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think there's got to be something like that dong going on because they seem so graceful in their kind of... Literally, if you were making that game and you were told at the final hour that you're not allowed to release it, I'd be on Twitter, I'd even use the F word, stuff like that, just to really (laughs) get my point across that I wasn't happy. Even the F word, Jesus. I mean, that's that's quite serious. That's how serious I would be, Don. Uh, You're serious not as serious as Rainbow Six Siege getting delayed until December. Uh, they said that they weren't happy with how it's been received from people playing the beta. They're saying they need to put a little bit more work in. And we always encourage this, don't we, Gareth? Yeah, but it's weird because, like, how much can they really do to it? It's a first-person shooter game with very small contained levels. Like, I don't see well, how I reckon there's been some, some player feedback from the... Uh the beta they put out so there who knows maybe the balancing of the uh the, the two different sides was off a bit and they or uh some of the players were finding uh, a way around a whole bunch of levels and in the game they could just win really easily by smashing through the walls super quick and just annihilating everybody and everyone's just yeah. gonna end up using the same tactic over and over again to win everything i see they've got to make sure that you know the levels are multi-faceted and you're not going to just get one sort of route that... I mean, I mean, when you're developing a game, you don't truly know until you put it out there for millions of people to play. Uh, you can't physically test every single scenario. Yeah. So, you know, people may find little sort of shortcuts in the game and ways to do it. And even if there's just one on one level where people can just exploit a certain thing, like uh, Guy used to exploit things in Black Ops 2 because he <laughs> learnt the maps and stuff, didn't he? He did. Yeah, and he's probably done that on Destiny as well. <laughs> I think they need to re-record all the dialogue because um, pro- people have probably been saying "siege," which is incorrect, as we know. Yeah, yeah. So that's well, re-record those... everything all over again. Yeah, well, siege is spelled uh, S E A G E. Yeah. Okay. Uh, might have to buy a Grand Theft Auto again, Gareth, as <laughs> I am a budding film expert. Uh, Rockstar Editor is coming to GTA 5 on Xbox One and PS4 in the next update. Now, I've been flirting with buying GTA for a third time uh, on my Xbox One. That's not including the Xbox 360 version. I bought it, traded it, bought it again, traded it, and I've been thinking I really need to get back in there. I don't know why I've done the story, I don't play it online, but there's just something about being in that world that's so satisfying. And If I can make my own videos... I'm going to have to bloody jump back into it, in our Gareth? You must have, in your head, some ideas for videos already. Why don't you pitch some, some videos to us? Okay, there is a man sitting in his room. Okay. 
in his pants and he's looking at the TV, but the TV's not even turned on. Oh, no. And he goes outside and he tries to see if it's the aerial, but obviously it's not the aerial, it's the actual power of the TV. So he goes downstairs to the generator and he looks at it and he works out that it's just not working because he hasn't got any sort of electricity whatsoever because he's run out because it's a meter. (laughs) So he goes back upstairs and he makes a tea, but then he realises that he's got no sort of... no electricity to boil the kettle. So obviously that makes him get down a bit, but then he sits back down and the TV comes on and obviously he's a bit startled because he's got no electricity. Uh, so then he gets back up again and he walks over to the kettle and the kettle, but the kettle doesn't work. So he's like, why is the TV not work? Why is the TV working? But the kettle's not. And it just, that's where it stops. But there'll probably be a second one in that as well. Cause you've got to keep the audience leaving one in more. Yeah, cliffhanger. Yeah. No, not cliffhanger. Um, I don't know what I'd call it, but it'll be like previously on I don't even know what it's called yet because it's that early in development. <laughs> but, you know, it, 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 apparently it's a very great thing. I've seen some videos out there. I mean, when you do something, you think, oh, that was brilliant. I wish I could have done that. You could now record it and then put I quite like the editing mode in Driver 3, even though it was an awful, awful game. I spent hours on the uh, that mode trying to get some brilliant stuff, even if it was just trying to sort of power slide park between two parked cars. No, doing it over and over again, and you know that's what people want to do now. GTA Five is the greatest sandbox ever made. If I can record and stuff and edit stuff in there, thank you very much. Yeah, but I won't be doing videos on YouTube. Hey, how's everyone going? This is GT Four Twenty Five. If you want to subscribe, just go down on the bottom there, give me some likes. Oh my god, and just start screaming. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy Six lands. It's landed seven. Oh, sorry, I've got a crack in my screen. It made it look like a six. I know my Roman numerals. Okay. Um, it lands on smartphones. Anyone interested? Uh, no. no. I'm, glad, I'm glad it's out there for people to play who haven't played it before or, you know, the I kids. It's like, but... this is good, until I heard it was £12. Fuck 12 off. £12? Pounds. <laughs> 12 pounds. You could go and buy a PS1 and fucking play it for the same money. But you wouldn't have the game. <laughs> unless you already had it well there is that unless you had a PS2 because you can run PS1 games on a PS2 so what if you had a PS2 it. but no electricity <laughs> well then your life is basically over and you should just quit well, those are the questions my new film asks <laughs> uh, well if you're excited if you're a Final Fantasy fan no doubt you would have played it on a much better suited device either your Playstation 1 or your Playstation 2 or even downloaded it on the old personal computer uh, Pac-Man 256 is out now on iOS and Android. Now, Pac-Man is a timeless classic, um, as Adam Sandler knows. <laughs> uh, you can't go wrong with Pac-Man. Oh. You can't, Don. It's such a simple question, question, <laughs> concept, that you can't go wrong with it. Uh, yeah, so just keep it as it is. Yeah. Uh, Champ- Pac-Man DX on the 360... And uh, I think it was on the PS3 as well. Fucking awesome. There you go. That was great. And this is very much in that vein. Yeah. It's just endless Pac-Man. Yeah. It just you gets just... faster and harder and more brightly coloured and insane. And it's just addictive. Yeah, you're running away from the kill screen. 
which yeah, yeah. is pretty awesome. That if people don't have Pac Man two fifty six already, it's free for whatever phone you have and it's fucking cool. It's good for just wasting a few minutes. Yeah. It is free, yeah. Wow. In this day and age, you know, you can't even buy a bag of crisps for free. <laughs> can't buy a bag of crisps for less than nine hundred quid. Exactly. Not these days. Um, Championship Manager returns to iOS and Android with multiplayer in all stars. Um, how, how I don't know how deep it can be if it's on a mobile phone. Uh, but, you know, they are, they are famous for being... Well, Championship Manager used to be developed by the people that now make Football Manager. Hmm. Uh, but they left and formed their own studio. And now Football Manager is vastly superior to Championship Manager. Just a little, uh, just a little fact for you there, Gareth. It is facts. I have played both, and Football Manager is way better than. Champions I don't think you have. What? You never talk about football. You never go. Did you watch the game, mate, and stuff like that? Well, no. On Facebook, you never go. Oh, you got have watched the game, or on Twitter, you don't go. Oh, that was a great result for blah blah blah. You just go. Oh yeah, I think you know the wrestling's really good, mate, and all that to people. <laughs> <laughs> I think he can be a really good wrestler if he gets longer legs. Stuff like that. <laughs> Always talking to them. Yeah. So come on, what what did you do on Football Manager? Did you just load it up for a laugh? No. I used Which... to start off as FC Bayern, because they're my team. Yeah, they would be, wouldn't they? Hitler. <laughs> but I would also load up a few leagues in the background, like the Premier League, Spanish League and stuff. And then I would create managers that work at, say, Barcelona. Yeah, and then get them to give me all their good players for free, and buy my shit players for like tons of millions. Gareth, that's not the way to play football manager. That's just fraud. It's fun. That's not fun. I get all the best characters, not characters, the characters. best players in the world. That character Thierry Henry, he was a good character, wasn't he? Bit of a cheat character though, as was Messi. Uh, but so you done that, and then presumably you had an unbeatable team. No, you're still losing those games because. You shit at those games. Yeah, I often wonder how much of what I'm doing is doing anything. You know, yeah. how much of it is all predetermined and already made up. A bit like life, really. Yeah, you could have the best team you could possibly have and still lose 3-0 to the team at the bottom of the league. Just Yeah. It's like the game wants you to not do well in certain spots, so it sort of fucks you about. Yeah. That's how it feels. Well... I'm quite interested in an Xbox update. Um, and basically what this one does is it streams from Xbox Ones to Windows 10 in 1080p and 60 frames per second, which is what everyone's up for now, aren't they? If it's under 60 frames per second in 1080p, people just don't want to know. Yeah, I don't get the point of this too much. I yeah. mean, you're either going to play on your console or you're going to play on your PC, do you? Do people care about streaming, the, turning on your console to stream the, that to your PC instead? I only care about the tears streaming Weird. down my girlfriend's face. <laughs> <laughs> they taste so sweet. Oh, God. Um, everything you need to know about Destiny, the Taken King's new leveling factions, exotic blueprints and quests. Can you just take us through this, Don? Go on. There's a shed load of uh, information. Well done. Shed load. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Taken King is basically updating and changing a ton of stuff. Oh, his voice on his mattress. Uh, I'm just making myself comfortable for Don's long monologue about... Oh, says you, list boy. (laughs) 
I'll make this as short as possible. Don't you worry. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. he's, <laughs> he's short. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. It's alright, mate. Um... Gary Glitter came on my head, so. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> In a nice way. <laughs> In a nice way. He was very polite about it. Oh, yes. And that's what matters. Some people are polite. I don't mind. He did ask, well, do you want to be in my gang? Yeah, he yeah exactly. Choice. He didn't say, you're in my fucking gang. Get over that, here now. That would have scared Gareth. <laughs> he said, do you want to? Would you like to? Mm, yeah, do you want please. to touch me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he always asks. It's not like, touch me, touch me, yeah. It's, do you want to touch? Do you want to be in my gang? Yeah. And if you don't want to, you don't have to. Exactly. Gave you no the one's, choice. No one's forcing you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh god um, literally everything is changing in the Taken King oh thank um, fuck can I play Destiny again now you probably can to be honest um, they're quest they're doing well questifying um, pretty much everything so there's a there's basically they're making it so there's a lot more to do and doing it uh, is more rewarding um, they're doing what you might sum up and I guess everyone would sum up as trying to not waste our time anymore um <laughs> Which, how lovely! How yeah. lovely! So basically, because of the RNG system and all the rest of it, it, you know, you could do certain things for quite a while and end up with no better stuff than you'd started off with, um, just because the RNG system. Now, every time you're doing certain things, you're guaranteed specific rewards, and it tells you what those rewards are going to be: whether they're going to be legendary weapons or armor, whether there's a chance for an exotic. Um, the way you. Uh, upgrade weapons is changing um, you're going to be able to rather than just keep sharding like duplicate legendary weapons you've got or ones that aren't quite as good as what you have or you know a weapon type that you don't like and getting a couple of shards for it or a bit of material that you know you've got to keep on getting loads and loads for you're actually going to do what's called infusing uh, which is adding dismantling that weapon but it will buff up another weapon that you have uh, that you've got so um, it'll it'll basically put the stats and the 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 attack value. Um, it'll increase it by basically combining the two weapons. Um, so you've got a weapon you like. You've got another weapon you find that you don't particularly like. You can decrypt that onto the weapon you do like, and the weapon you do like will get better. Um, so you're not really just wasting um, time by collecting a bunch of shitload of weapons. What you got? Um, like I say, there's uh, factions are changing. There's a shitload of quests to do with the factions now. You can assign yourself to a faction without having to wear faction gear, so you don't have to always dress with a certain item. You can literally dress however you want. Um, but the biggest change they're making is to the light level system and the uh, actual uh, XP level of your Guardian. The max cap's going up to 40. Um, whatever you are now will carry over to, to the new, to the Taken King. So if you're 34 now, you'll be 34 light when you open the Taken King um, and now to get higher than the, the, the level cap uh, sorry you don't go higher than the level cap you hit 40 but how strong you are how much attack and um, defense you have is based uh, on your armor so you can it's got certain values and a combination of all your armor um, that you're wearing will kind of create an average and that will be your attack value uh, and the same with the weapons. Uh, sorry, that'll be the defense value. And then with your weapons, all the weapons you have equipped, uh, an average of all their attack values will be your attack value in total. So it's not reliant on your actual level. It's reliant on the gear you're wearing, which makes more sense. Uh, it also means there isn't these great big gulfs in between, say, being a level 29 and being a level 30. Um, previously, if you were level 29, there was a huge 
gap between how much damage you did uh, <clears throat> between that and level 30. There was like a, something like a 30% difference in how much damage you did just leveling up by one level, which is ridiculous. So um, they've now changed that, so it's much smoother progression, and it's much more incremental, so when you add on a little bit, it makes a little bit of difference, not adding a shitload to make a tiny, you know, a, a, a little bit to make a ton of difference. That sentence doesn't make sense, but... Thank you. You know. Um, yeah, and overall, uh, loads more vault space, which is what people have been crying out for for ages. Um, the whole UI looks much more streamlined. You don't have to go back to the tower to turn in bounties. You can just turn them in as soon as you've done them. Oh, yes. um, all that kind of stuff. There's Literally, there's a shitload of changes, all pretty much for the better. Um, a ton more weapons are coming, a ton more armor's coming, um, and there's a shitload more cutscenes and actual story uh, to be told with... Uh, with story! <laughs> story! I know, it's amazing, isn't it? That's actually a story going to happen. With uh, Nolan North. Oh, yeah. I know, Nolan North is the ghost, and uh, there's a lot of Nathan Fillion in, in The Taken King, because one of the main oh. NPCs is Cade Six, who is voiced by Nathan Fillion, so there's a lot of Nathan Fillion uh, in The Taken King. Um, so but overall, I'd recommend people watch them. Yeah. Sorry, you could say Destiny has been a beta for Destiny. There's people who've been saying that for ages, but oh, I mean, oh. the difference with Destiny that what makes it different to other games is normally a game gets released and that's it. You you're left with whatever it was and you can't change it. And if it was a good game, good, everyone's happy. If it was a bad game, everyone's like that game was shit. What the fuck? Whereas with this, they've had and still have the opportunity to keep doing things like this by changing it uh, and making some drastic changes in some cases. What's Bungie going to do otherwise? Well, that's the reason they've done the game this way, so they can make changes. They've got ten, you know, they've been given ten years by Activision to to work. To play <laughs> ten <this>. years. <laughs> ten years. Yeah, they've been given a ten-year budget to sort yeah. out this game, and the amount of money they've already made is insane. So from you, from just me. <laughs> yep, yeah. me and. Uh, me and Paul, that's it. <laughs> you, the only guys. <laughs> Me and Paul have been funding deaths of Bungie for like <laughs> 10 years. You are, <laughs> Sorry, I am quite ill. I'm really hot. I've got kind of some flu thing. And I, I'm just, I feel like I've got fever. So Maybe it's the new gadget she was using that's given <laughs> you some deadly disease. Maybe it was. Well, thanks for keeping it short, mate. Yeah, look, I t- there's a lot to take in. I keep telling people. This. She, t- no, she wouldn't say that. <laughs> that's a lot to shut up. There's a lot to take in. You keep telling people, do you, Don? You're right, love. There's a lot to take in, yeah? <laughs> Hope you're ready for this. <laughs> then you go over to another table. <laughs> I was looking at- just go Sorry. and watch some videos on YouTube. Go and watch the Twitch stream recording. Does that have to be Destiny related? No, but it would help if you want to know about Destiny. Oh, okay. And that was the news for this week. Thank you, Don. <laughs> You're welcome. Gone uh, on a side note, which has nothing to do with the podcast. I was yeah. looking at the picture again of you with the lady. Yeah. Um, it looks like you've got an arm bent behind her back. <laughs> That's actually Rosie's hand coming around her, her waist. It does look a bit odd, I agree. But yeah, it looks like you've got him like an arm bar. No, her <laughs> arm's actually around the back of me, and that's Rosie's arm around uh, Rachel's waist. It's quite mm. seductive the way she's got it there. Yeah. yeah. I like the way with her top looks like she's actually got nothing, like there's nothing there, like it's been deleted. <laughs> it just looks like her head's floating. <laughs> uh, because could... it's slightly out of focus, so it does look a tiny bit like a Photoshop job if you examine it. 
I am examining it. Not. And you've got hair. That's what makes me think that it's photoshopped as well. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everybody, it is I, Gareth, and I'm here to give you uh, some video game music this week. Um, I'm going to give it to you, uh, big pardon, I'm going to give you some music from the same game I gave you last week, uh, Not A Hero, um, indie game on Steam, 2D art style but very violent in a Hotline Miami type of way, really satisfying and fun gameplay, um, and a really cool soundtrack, very chip tuney um the tune i played you last week was awesome and so is this one um this is the theme from the game um by dub mood who dub mood also does some stuff on the hotline miami 2 soundtrack so you know quality soundtracks all around from this guy um so this is from not a hero it's called not a hero and it's by Dub Mood.
Gareth, that song was music to my ears. What made you choose it? Um, I like music that goes in your ears. Uh, that was very sinister, ETC. Anyway, on to this week's feature. Have you ever had to use the services of Job Centre Plus? If you have, you will know that every two weeks you have to visit a job advisor to go through a list of jobs to find out if there is anything you're qualified for. Obviously, if you do not want a job, you can just have five kids and be given money for free. But how did game characters get their jobs? How did Marcus Phoenix become a gear? How did Mario become a plumber? They visited the Job Centre for video game characters, of course. Join Gareth, Don, and a disinterested job advisor in the gaming world. Hello and welcome to the Game Centre Plus Job Centre. My name's James and I'll be dealing with your claim today. Gareth and Don, isn't it? Yeah, right. Yeah. You'll be, you're, you're, you're applying for a joint account. We are a couple, yes. Yes, a yep. couple. Arses. Anyway, um, let me explain. I'll read out the job description and you will need to let me know if you would like to be interested in implying. If you are not interested, can I ask you to tell me who had the job before? So obviously, <laughs> a game character... This is what happens at the job centre, Don. Obviously I know, they're, they're mostly illiterate. It's terrible. Yes. You have to tell me who had the job before, but was sacked. Here's we, the first do one. Do we shout at you? If we oh, know it, or... Right, didn't there's security over in the corner. <laughs> give me that we... job, that's what I'm going to say. Give, give me that job, that is fantastic. That's the way we can differentiate between the yep. two of you. Okay. Well, so, here we have our first job. Wanted. Must have great customer service skills and able to work alone in dangerous environments. Main responsibilities include selling goods to passers-by, restocking adventure, not getting killed. We'll have to provide own long jacket to store items. I want not that job. Wow. Don, what is I, that? Uh, that, uh, that job was previously held by uh, The Stranger in Resident Evil 4. Don? Yeah? You've got that job. Thanks very much. I'm off to go and... Good job. I've got a long jacket. I've got a long, dirty Mac. Anyway, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even need the uniform. I've already got one. You'll Thanks. be seeing long, dirty Mac tonight, won't you? <laughs> Sorry, I'm simply making jokes. It's highly unprofessional. Uh, I'd just like to clarify something, though. I said the stranger from uh, Resident Evil 4. That's incorrect. I'm actually the merchant from Resident Evil 4. Thank you very much, Don. Yeah. I've just written that down. In my on my leg with a compass. Excellent. <laughs> job, job two. Must be a great climber and not afraid of heights. Must not be a registered member of the RSPCA. <laughs> I want that job. <laughs> wow, you're very good at looking for jobs, Don. Uh, it's this is why I've been employed for so long, and Gareth yeah. uh, hasn't. There's a reason. Um, I believe this job was previously owned by a Miss Lara Croft. Well done, Don. You've got that job. Excellent. I've got my own bow and arrow as well. So this is this is working out quite nicely. I've got a dirty long mac and a bow and arrow. So <laughs> dangerous dirty. combination. Yep. Yep. 
Job 3. A distant land recently awoken by a giant beast. <laughs> Mr. Williams, what seems to be so funny? So flowery for a job centre job list, Ian. <laughs> this is what they did. They'd make it sound better than it really is. Really, you're just cleaning fucking toilets, but they're like, you are going to be responsible for the maintenance and care of a whole department. You know, you are going to be... Burger <laughs> technician. You will oversee the quality of product. Water closet technician. Yeah. Sandwich technician. In a world yeah. recently awoken by ancient beasts. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to take you are going to take bread and slice it in half. That's in well the thing is guys I only can only read out what the customers given me. Okay. That's true. I'm sorry. Okay. Do continue. A distant land recently awoken by giant beasts requires man to slay them. Uh, must provide own horse bow and arrow and have a great eye for spotting opponents weak spots give me that job oh I I think I was probably uh, probably you were first Don I was I also knew what it was after the second sentence you said I want that job whereas Gareth was quite rude uh, in exclaiming (laughs) that give me that job it's it's not what you want to say to someone at a job centre because they're very it's it's a professional environment you know it comes across it's not Gareth, we can now see what, why why you're in the situation you're in. <laughs> <laughs> you used to go in there every week and go, I want a fucking job. Yeah, go, give me that oh. job. And, like, and you go, well, sorry, goes, Mr. Williams. this is a job as a lecturer at university. Uh, <laughs> you're not qualified. Give it to me anyway. I can fucking do it. Yeah. And that's I'm probably fuck. why. Took a yeah. while. <laughs> give it me. <laughs> give me that, that job. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right, so don't. Turn Jamaican there. Uh, turn jive, in fact. Um, I, I'm going to be honest, I don't know the name of this character, but uh, the job was previously held by the uh, the, uh, the dude, the, uh, the Japanese dude from uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Well done. I don't know if he's actually Japanese, but he's... he's, he's horse if you go up close, you can see his eyes are Japanese. Oh, sir, we don't. <laughs> Just his eyes. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's better. Right, job four. <clears throat> Gareth, there's only six jobs, so you know you might want to get. <laughs> well, you see, I'm very picky about the jobs I apply for, so I want to hear as much as I can first. I suppose. You want uh, to know if there's work involved before you said that. He's just doing what he normally did at the job centre, just remain silent. <laughs> We're only joking, Gareth. I know. Uh, idiot moron for mundane repetitive quests do you like to do the same thing over <laughs> and over and over again do you have any friends who would also like this to join sounds like in? a job you'd really enjoy Don you should apply for this yes one. you and many others could be uh, whisked thousands of miles away on a faraway planet Don this I, sounds bad I do like you. this job there you go what, what job is it Don job is uh, a guardian in destiny well done. It may be repetitive, but we can guarantee you will walk away with a lot of experience. You get it? <laughs> nice. Job five. Our client wished to have his daughter rescued. Whereabouts is roughly known, but not exact location. Transport will be provided by a local police. Local village nearby. Give me that job, please. Wow. 
You'll see, politeness goes a long way, Gareth, yeah, and you will be listened to. Uh, what is it, Gareth? I, th- I think I'll be taking over the job of one Leon S. Kennedy, who uh, worked for the President of the United States. Well done, fantastic. But he met an unfortunate end. Uh, no one knows how, but we just know it was unfortunate because he shouldn't have died. <laughs> job six. Young pale woman requires rescuing. Be warned, though, as shadows will attack you. If you are a small, horny boy, then this may I already have that job. Uh. <laughs> what? It's got a pale woman around. Being a small, horny boy. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Oh, oh, I am uh, the horny little boy from Eco. Well Ico. done. So that's 5 1. You've been trounced, Gareth. Is it just because of the job centre environment? I don't think I was comfortable in the whole job centre thing. I think it's no. too many bad memories, to be honest. Do you uh, think he actually thought he was applying for these jobs? <laughs> it scared him off. I think that's a possibility, yes. Yeah. I, I apologise for my performance. I only hope that we, when we do this again in the next two weeks, there'll be more jobs that I can apply for. Yeah. <laughs> there he goes. He's got it down to an art. <laughs> there we go. So, you know, there's jobs out there. You just got a bloody look for them, so don't go around saying, "Oh, I want to work, but there's nothing out there for me." We've just shown you there's six jobs there. <laughs> you sound like so, my fucking granddad. Exactly. <laughs> you what, was nothing to apply for. Why don't you work at post office? Just go work. It, just walk in. Show you. <laughs> show, show them you can apply yourself, and just walk in. Make yourself presentable. You know, you presentable yeah. show guy. Show it. Walk in there. Go to the back in the staff area. Just start <laughs> sorting through posts. They love all that. I love the way old people just think about life. Yeah. yeah. Go in really there, hand them over a note, and uh, demand they give you something. And see what. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They'll take I... you seriously then, so, yeah. Oh, yes. I've got a gun in my hair. <laughs> Nobody move. Right. There you go, that's the end of that. So this is the section of the podcast which we lazily entitled What Have We Been Playing? If you'd like to hazard a guess as to what that actually entails, then please do. What, me? There you go. No, Gareth, that was time for people to think. You can't just say, ask a question and then give the answer straight away. Time for thinking. And that's what they talk about in schools, Gareth. Do we give children enough time to answer a question? We'll say, what's this, this, this? Oh, you this, this, this. Give people time. They say that the average child, it takes five seconds for them to process a question. So, what have we been playing this week? Don, you've been playing Destiny? Uh, only for, like, one evening. I've had very little time to actually uh, do any gaming um, since the last podcast, I'm afraid. Mingling? I really do apologise. How did the mingling come about? How did you meet this countdown woman? We went to a book launch of uh, a friend of uh, a friend of Rosie's, and um, turns out that this woman also uh, knows Rachel Riley somehow. That's so she weird. was there as well. Yeah, so she brought Rachel Riley along to just get mutual friends, basically. 
So now you're, you could say you're mutual friends with Rachel Riley because you're. I think it's safe to say we're on a first name basis. Yeah. Wow. Wow. How did she uh, take that you were also a member of the entertainment community, being on this podcast? Yeah. (laughs) Well, she was highly impressed. I can tell you that. Did you show her our countdown episode? (laughs) Oh God, I forgot about that. I should have mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, No, I didn't. Sadly, sadly not. Still time, Doc. Get her on. Get her on the show. That's right. I'll uh, I'll tweet her or something. Yeah, yeah. That's how you normally get women to just give up and do what you say. <laughs> um, so you, you've got nothing to report, really, Don? Not really, I'm afraid. Um, yeah, I'm going to try and stop play Destiny um, until Taken King comes out. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, yeah, I know. It's quite it's, good. It's it's amusing, I know. Yeah, that won't but, uh, Yeah. I want to play some more Drive Club. They didn't big updates Drive Club this week, and they added a new, added some. Uh, uh, they improved a couple of the concept cars, which are the couple of cars that I like, uh, and they've added some changes to the uh, the way the weather works and uh, stuff like that. There's a, new, there's a new mode. There's a new mode called Sprint, uh, which I want to try out. So I hope I'm just trying to do a bit of a uh, bit of Drive Club. You go for it, mate, and we'll <laughs> be there every step of the way with you. Thanks very much. So a psycho alcoholic, and I'm never going to drink again. You hope they do, but deep down you know that they're going to be throwing up into their own lap yeah. come the night. Um, <laughs> I've been playing Battlefield Hardline. Ooh, uh, I know. I thought to myself, I'm not going to wait and sit around and wait for this sum- game summer drought to stop. I'm going to take my PS2 games in that I don't play anymore, I'm going to trade them at CEX, get £89.80 trade, you know, I didn't know that that was going to be the exact amount, but I just guessed. Uh, and then I had some money to just buy a few games. I thought to myself, I haven't tried Hardline. You know, I'm a fan of um, the single player in these first-person shooters. I enjoy them uh, heavily. Uh, I've been waiting a while to get this, but as I only play single-player games, I wanted to wait for the right price. I'm not someone that will just continue getting uh, value out of it by playing the multiplayer. Uh, I ended up paying twenty four ninety nine. Uh, just so you know, the right price is actually £15, mm. but I couldn't wait. I just wanted something to play. Um, it's it's good. It's almost as if they really tried in the beginning, got bored, and then just rushed the rest of it. Uh, in the beginning, you're kind of introduced to the characters. You're uh, a, a sort of a narcotics policeman in Miami, in Vice, uh, you may have seen Miami Vice. It's pretty much like that. Um, and you're sort of on this uh, drug thing, and you soon bump into a sort of... Uh, there's some bad things going on behind your back in the department. Um, but because you're a good guy, you don't you agree not to get into it, and you sort of fight against your superiors, and then you end up getting framed for something you didn't do. Up until this point, it's really good because you can kind of approach the levels. They're kind of open-ended, but open-ended in an EA kind of way, where it's open-ended enough for you to try and do what you want, but not enough for you to get lost because they think you're an idiot. Right. (laughs) Yeah, so it will be sort of a square, like a warehouse and stuff, with a little room to manoeuvre out the back, but you're never allowed to just do your own thing because, they, like I say, they think you're stupid. Um, so you can do that and you've got the choice of going in there guns blazing or you can use the arresting mechanic which is really good but in an EA way so 
<laughs> you walk up to them and you press the uh, EA way. Yeah, basically that's what it is. You think this would be really good if someone who wasn't EA tried to do it, but because it's EA, you can Im- arrest someone. Say this: you and Gareth are together, and you're both looking separate ways. I'll come up to Gareth and go freeze, which is what you do by pressing the select button. You show your badge. <gasps> Gareth will put his hands up. I'm doing it right now. And I'll go, don't move. And okay. all this time, you're back to back with Don. But because Don's looking in the other direction, he doesn't know what's going on, obviously. <laughs> right. Okay. So then I handcuff you, and you're struggling. Yeah. You get to the floor. Oh, oh, you don't know what you're doing, man. I doubt you're even a cop. And you know, I'm like, shut up. So all the time, Don's got his back to us. Okay. I then shuffle around, look at Don, and go, freeze. And Don's like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I turn Don around, handcuff him, throw him to the floor, and you repeat this. As long as the guy, someone's not watching you arrest the guy, you can pretty much do it behind his back. So unless everyone's deaf, that's very much <laughs> what we would call an EA way of doing things. <laughs> yeah. um, obviously, you have to suspend your belief a little bit while doing it. It feels good, but like you say, it feels a bit silly at times especially when you're doing it in the second part of the game where you're kind of on the side of the bad guys or the perceived bad guys uh, because you break out of prison for the crime that you've been set up with. I don't care about spoilers at this point. It's been out far too long. Um, but you can still use this mechanic. So you're not a policeman Wait, anymore. But you can still go around arresting people. What? Uh, um, how? how? How do they... Do you still hold, like, a police badge up? Yeah. What? But you're not a policeman. <laughs> and the thing is, you... So basically, the guy that you're looking for is the chief of police. Okay. And he's got his home military company, privatised organisation. But you, when you're breaking into his penthouse, as a criminal, you can arrest his private security. <laughs> <laughs> None of them turn around and go, excuse me, mate, um, don't really know who you are, but you've just broken into my boss's office, the penthouse, who happens to be the chief of police, and you're arresting me on his pro- property. It's a bit awkward, but can I just radio through and ask him what's going on? Because surely he'd know who you are. They literally go, oh, so- oh man, they put their hands up and you just arrest them. Um, it kind of spoils the game, but it's EA. So you kind of go, oh, EA, bless you. You, you, you mean well, we know that, but you're not quite getting it. It's sort of like you don't want to patronise the child, but you tell them well done, but then you want to have a little word with them on how it should be done. And this goes throughout the whole game, and you kind of hope for it to get mixed up a little bit uh, in the middle when when the story kind of flips. You hope for there to be like a shift in mechanics or a different way of playing, but it never comes. You're still playing the exact same way you were when you were a police officer. So, you know, there's there's nothing about anything else, and he's always talking about doing the right thing, but he doesn't mind shooting private contractors in the face. These people have done nothing. Uh, another thing where it really falls down is the sort of scan in the area. What he's got is he's got like, his phone, and he holds it up, and he can find evidence. Uh, this would have been interesting, but obviously it's EA. So what EA have done is they've, <laughs> in the top left-hand corner of the screen when you're in this mode, looking through the phone, uh, phone camera, 
they've got a little compass in the corner which tells you which uh, which direction to head in. It also tells you how far away you are from the object. And when you're near the object, your phone goes... And then uh, it starts flashing green. <laughs> so basically, you're not looking for evidence in a way you would do. Like, oh, look, there's a piece of blood. Let me look at that. Even in Arkham Asylum, it's quite good to do that and follow it. And you still feel that you're using your own intuition. But this is so automatic um, that it, you kind of feel that you're not actually looking for evidence. You're just following a waypoint. And it becomes so boring and monotonous because it will say there's four pieces of evidence in this environment and you have to go and get all four and it becomes boring. But the problem is the gunplay is really good and it always has been in Battlefield games. Uh, So when you're in a gunfight, it does feel really satisfying. And as much as you'd like to go into the levels and use stealth and use the arrest system, sometimes you just get bored physically. It's, It's not like... Oh, I'll do this until I get caught, then I might start shooting everyone. It's literally, do you know what? I'm bored. <laughs> I'm literally bored of going around arresting these people. Like, they'd literally be in a really tiny warehouse and there'll be like eight people and you're just going around arresting them one after the other. And you're thinking, how am I doing this? And it becomes so monotonous. And you know that after you've arrested everyone, you're then going to have to get your phone out and start walking around trying to find all these pieces of evidence with no sort of action going on when really shooting is Battlefield's biggest thing. So, I mean, the graphics are great. You know, they're not amazing. Uh, The facial animation and stuff's good. Like, you've got real actors in there, like Benito Martinez, who uh, Mm -hmm. plays David Acevedo in The Shield. Uh, Some other people as well. Um, It's just... I know why they did the uh, evidence and the arresting and stuff, you know, EA, oh, you're a policeman, these are things policemen do, right? And collectibles, you need collectibles. Yeah, you need collectibles. Um, but the evidence is the collectibles, Gareth. Ah. So, I suppose that's one saving grace. But but even then, it's, it's just, it's not focused enough. It's very sort of on the surface, very, but then I suppose that's what you get from an EA game. You, you you can't expect that depth for these things that make you think, "Wow, this is incredible," because it is going to be ev- looking for evidence on a basic level. It is going to be arresting people on a really basic level, and sometimes you'll just start shooting because you know you're fed up. <laughs> so you have no inclination to play any multiplayer at all. No, I don't think it's... I think if I had a group of friends that played it, I would play it. But it's the fact that, like Don says, sometimes you can just get more frustrated than you do enjoy yourself. Mm. And I'm someone that gets quite angry easily when playing online. So if I'm spending my time working as a team and I see people are not doing the same thing, it feels like I'm just wasting my time and I'd rather be doing something else. I think it's more the community itself than the actual gameplay or anything about that. I see. So uh, so then I downloaded Zombie on Wednesday, I think it was. Uh, Zombie U was a game that I saw on Wii U, and it was one of those games that I, pro- I, I wanted to play. But obviously not owning the Wii U, I couldn't. Uh, it was only fourteen ninety nine, which I think is good really? in this age. Yeah. Jeez. But, I wouldn't be surprised if it was twenty nine ninety nine, like Sleeping Dogs and stuff like that were. Hmm. But really good price point. It's good for them. Uh, unsatisfying combat, though, uh, especially after Dying Light, which 
I love. I literally love Dying Light. Um, really heavy combat. In this, uh, you've got uh, a cricket bat, and it, the, the combat feels so unsatisfying and sort of fluffy, and you don't really feel that connection. Uh, but as I say, it's the interest in death mechanics, similar to Dark Souls, which probably people know by now, is that if your character dies, they remain a zombie. Uh, and yep. you wake up as another survivor, and then you have to go and get your gear that you previously collected from that zombie. So that's pretty cool. Um, How do they do the backpack mechanic thing? You just press uh, select, and you just kneels down, and you can go through it. It's still in real time, right. so you're still got a chance to get attacked at the same time. Uh, but it is very hard. It's a hard game, which I was quite surprised about. Really, obviously being on Wii U, I thought it would be quite easy to get through but i'd say it's more frustrating than anything because it is very very dark it's probably one of the darkest games i've ever played um like literally you can only see a few feet in front of you sometimes and it's so easy to just get cornered by an enemy and because there's no kind of evade button or anything like that it's literally once they're going back to swing at you unless you're moving back already you've got no chance and they really do hit you um good atmosphere but it's you can tell it's limited by the technology it was on before i mean whereas dying light is this massive open area this isn't obviously zombies problem because it was made on the wii u but you know when it doesn't feel it's open world but it doesn't feel open world it feels like sort of corridors sure yes no but you know what i mean it's like it looks open, but the path you can take is very narrow. So you're in an open space, there's Buckingham Palace or whatever, and to the side of you are sort of containers, and you can really only go through a predetermined route. It's not like you can just take another road off. It's not yeah, open. So, so when I played it on Wii U, I found that, A, it wasn't really combat-based. You would try and avoid getting into fights with enemies because you know they can kill you so quick yeah. easily so it's more of an evasion stealth game uh, and you have to sneak up on them um and i was finding there quite a few different routes through um through areas some of them weren't really obvious um, no. the first time i go through them um you'd look up one and you'd realize actually there's like a window you can go in and you can go through a house and out the other side instead of going around the house or but did you like find with areas really narrow um not particularly. I mean, I mean, I know what you mean by you know, traveling it, through corridors, it looks, looks open world, and but it's not really open world. I mean, yeah, that's true, but it's I don't. Know, it didn't feel really. Um, I mean, you're you're in areas that are that are corridors. <laughs> it's quite a bit. Yeah, of time, they're then. corridors like the underground yeah. system. But I'm talking yeah. about when you're outside the streets, very Resident Evil style. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's it is a bit Resident Evilish. That makes sense. So, I mean, not in the sense of something like Dying Light, where it's massive square blocks. But we've got yeah, no, yeah. It, it's not like that, but I don't know. I never really felt like it was trying to be an open world game, but was failing at it. I no, knew it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Game. But it's, it's not its fault in that sense, in that it had uh, limitations. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's very sort of narrow, and sometimes it's hard to feel like in this world. But then you shouldn't expect everything to be open world like Dying Light. It's the story and stuff that counts, and I've only played it for three hours. Uh, But I am enjoying it, don't get me wrong. It's just feelings of the 
combat should be a little more visceral and sort of feedback and feel good about it because I think if it's something that you're doing regular on a regular basis it has to feel right and I would say it's a good game to play if you have played Dying Light but if you haven't played Dying Light you can pick Dying Light up for about £22 now I would go with Dying Light (coughs) but fantastic atmosphere it's got a very Resident Evil feeling to it Uh, these narrow sort of things and darkness that I think feels very retro in some respects and seeing as it's Ubisoft I'm quite surprised that it doesn't they didn't say oh we need to get radios up in this area you have to go and rescue (laughs) uh, you have to go and sort of get zombies away from such and such point so we can re-establish a connection (laughs) but uh, I got Resident Evil Revelations 2 through the post I got that from CEX but I haven't started playing you can tell one of us uh, is on kind of holiday from work can't you (laughs) No, I'm not on holiday, Don. You are, you're on holiday. Thought, you know, it's time for me to start loving it. It's half term <laughs> or whatever it is. And also Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Wait. Fantastic, isn't it, Gareth? It's really... just. There's no bad Borderlands games. No, and I mean, the thing is, it feels so much different from Borderlands. You know, it's not like, oh, they're taking King. Oh, here we go. <laughs> It's literally, it's got mechanics in there that make it feel like a totally different game. So if it was called Space Buster, you can use that if you want, okay. uh, any game companies out there. Uh, it would feel like, oh, this feels similar to Borderlands, but it's just different enough for me to enjoy it and want to play it. Uh, I mean, the gravity, the feeling of gravity, the feeling of being in space, the mechanic where you have to constantly refill your air tanks or you start losing life. The sort of the way the combat handles now that you're able to double jump and boost and things like that, absolutely brilliant. I mean, I haven't gone into it too deep. That's what she said. No, she wouldn't have said that. She wouldn't have gone into it deep, would she? Uh, I don't know, mate. She could go into you pretty deep, from what I've heard. There you go. That's pretty good. But uh, we spoke about the Borderlands pre-sequel, and we'll probably speak about it next week. Uh, but for now, here's Gareth Williams. Uh, well, I won't bore everybody <laughs> with League of Legends. Uh, except for your friends who have to play it with you. They do have to play yeah. it with me, uh, by law. Uh, yeah. I need to be accompanied by an adult when I play games like that. Oh, yes. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> uh, but I think the thing I've been playing most this past week is Fallout Shatter. Really? It, the hooks are in. Oh, dear. I feel them tugging on me uh, every waking minute it's one of those things where if I have a free five minutes Fallout Shuttle's on on my phone are you uh, doing it at work Gareth? only when I'm pooing no. and you poo a lot don't you? Uh, I tend to defecate frequently yes Yeah. You say. Uh, <laughs> it's not a complicated game you set up rooms and then you put people in those rooms and depending on those people's stats those rooms will work better or worse you oh need yes food and water to feed your people in your vault and you need electricity to power those rooms so it's it's very cyclical um to be honest i don't know why it's kind of got me there's not all the best games are like that aren't they yeah there's not that much to do like you want to build a huge vault, and they give you a lot of room to build that I've only used like 10% of. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of feel like my vault's kind of ideal right now. Like, 
I've got enough power, enough food, enough water that nobody's ever like not fed or uh, nobody's thirsty and every room is powered and everything's fine. And I've got people who I can send out on scavenging parties and they bring back guns and stuff. Um, I think the wall I'm hitting is that I don't really... I can't really maintain that level of perfection of vault and also increase my numbers. Like, I would need to pull people from the rooms they're in now, which are running perfectly, to have them, like, have sex and make children. So it's like, my vault's perfect as it is, but I can't get new people. And to get new people, I would have to make it unperfect, which could, for all I know, it could send everything spiraling out of control. Like, I could start running out of food, which will make people's health go down, then one raider attack and everything gets wiped out, and just, it's, everything's bouncing on a knife edge right now. Um, there is a radio room, and when you set up the radio room, it says, this will attract people to your vault. And in like three days, it's attracted one person. And I've upgraded it twice. I've added on an extra room to it, and it still barely brings anybody in. Uh, so that's irritating. I haven't spent any money on it yet, but I did just use the word "yet," which implies I'm will in the future. So oh, I yeah. guess that's pretty much settled that. Uh, there was a sale on that was like fifteen pounds for fifty lunch boxes. Um, oh dear. <laughs> I thought about it. Microtransactions, ahoy. Yeah, I thought about it. Decided against it, but I've been thinking about it again. Today. Because, like, what if I open a lunchbox and it has a vault dweller inside? Exactly. And now you've got a job, you're earning money. You don't want to spend that on your girlfriend or anything. So, you know, why not spend it on the Fallout Shelter instead? That is true. And you you would know, Don, you're a bit of a Lothario nowadays, so... Yeah, totally. Kind of have to take your word for it. <laughs> um, I do keep meaning to play um, Not a Hero. Like I've scratched the surface of it, and it seems really awesome. But go on, Gary. just stuff keeps getting in the way. And obviously, like I played music from that last week, and it, the soundtrack is amazing, which is always cool to me. And the art style is eight bit but violent in a Hotline Miami type of way. And the storyline is fucking ridiculous, but I feel like I've not quite played enough to talk about it properly. Um, but my fingers are crossed that it stays as good as it has been early on. I hope so. Me, me too. Can I just say, uh, maybe this could be a new section even. Anyone going for a new section, maybe? Oh, yes. I'm thinking... Maybe we call it customer feedback. Okay. Because, you know, feedback is like an audio thing, which can happen with audio stuff. Yeah, that we've done. Yep. And also it would be people like getting in touch, which is cool. Yeah. So somebody uh, by the name of Alan Sellers sent me an email this week. Wow. No, Uh, you've got an email address. Well. Don't lie. Bear with me. Bear with him. This is him. He's he's making up an email that he never he's never given up out. Pretty much like his competitions that no one enters because there isn't a competition. Well, this is the thing. Alan Sellers emailed me and said, "Just an email to enter episode 79's competition." There you go. Which you said last week, Rob. Yeah. Uh, he says the answer is B. Guy Whitlock. Wow. Uh, and he awaits his prize. Fantastic. Fantastic. So we have a winner. Guy. 
I yeah. feel slightly obligated to send him something, but I don't know. I'm sure if he's listening to this, he'll get in touch again. But yeah, demanding his present, obviously. Receiving well, an let's email. Let's put it this way, guys. Um, yeah. He can either take what he's won already, or he can send in the answer to this week's uh, <laughs> this week's question and get an even bigger bonus. So it's all about risk and reward. So it's up wow. to you what you want to do. So it's like one of those 10p machines in Blackpool. I've never used one of those. You can walk away with all your 10p's, or you can put more 10p's in. There you go. But what I was going to say is receiving an email completely out of the blue has prompted me... Wow, that doesn't happen much. (laughs) Nope. To create an email specifically for emails to the podcast. Yeah. So, if you want to get in touch with us... I don't know, recommend a feature, tell us we're terrible, tell us we're awesome, tell us something funny or yeah, interesting. Yeah, but I've got low self-esteem, so if you could just insult Don and Gareth. Yep, that's fine. Uh, or I could just not tell you if we get any like that. Yeah. Um, podcast at gamebanter.co.uk That's podcast at gamebanter.co.uk <laughs> Gareth? That's really that's technological. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, because uh, it's not at hotmail.com or hotmail.com <laughs> or Yahoo Gmail. or Outlook. You are now a service provider. I guess technically we've been providing a service for about 80 episodes. Yeah. And now yes. this is your chance. Obviously, if you don't want to look at Gareth's Twitter, well, he just goes on about wrestling. <laughs> It's SummerSlam means... this weekend as well, so there'll be a lot of that. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, so basically get in touch, let us know what's going on, if if there's any ideas for features because or sections, because we did say we wanted to introduce a new section uh, after T for 2 sadly ended. Uh, if you, Also, if you've got anything interesting that you think you'd be a worthwhile guest on the show, because we're always looking for that as well, aren't we, Gareth? Yeah, if you've got a good reason to come on the show... We're not just yep. going to accept anyone. We're a very exclusive podcast. Yeah, that uh, that stopped when we got Guy. We just <laughs> thought we're not just going to have anyone now. Uh, so basically, yeah. So if you've got like a gaming collection or there's a particular game you want to talk about, uh, get in touch because we'd love to have people people on here and actually talk and communicate about games. Maybe you've met Rachel Riley as well. Maybe you spent more than nine hundred pounds on a spoon. Who can yeah. say? But no lying, because we will do vigorous background checks. <laughs> so, so there you go. Uh, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. If you didn't listen to it, thank you for watching it. <laughs> I don't know how you would have done that, but we have spoke about in the past, Gareth, maybe doing a Braille version. Yeah. Um, if not doing that, maybe just write down a representation of the podcast in word form. Yep, subscribe to our zine. That's a thing. Isn't it? What's a zine now? Isn't it like a like a magazine that's like the pages are uploaded on the internet? Oh, yeah, that'd be fantastic. I'm going to uh, make my own magazine. Or comic strip. Oh, not with your drawing. Your drawings are disturbing. <laughs> Thank you very much, Gareth. That's what I want them to be. I know. Yeah. It's like saying that to Van Gogh. He couldn't really draw, but people said, oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Picasso, people are like, the nose is on the wrong bloody side of the face. Yep. 
it's not very good, but because he'd done it and he said, oh, it's art, people were like, oh, yeah, he just couldn't draw. But he told people it was art and people believed him. <laughs> so this podcast is good. So we're going to use the same uh, same nice. sort of psychology there. Nice. Uh, Russell Brand has quit social media, oh. uh, which has upset me. Uh, he's not going to be on Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook anymore. So if you are a fan of Russell Brand, come over to the Game Central podcast and... Uh, who knows isn't Audio Boom his thing as well it's not his thing but he did promote it okay sort of he was one of the first people him and his friend Matt and they uh, they went on there and it gave it a lot of promotion obviously because he is a legend yeah and then we came along and just everything went crazy but we came along and he thought to himself well they're entertainment so what am I if they're featured entertainment <laughs> you know there's probably not much point in me going on anymore so he's just quit that's fair there we go well I'll speak to you next no that's how you end a phone call I'll speak <laughs> to you next week uh, so Don's gone a bit quiet he's probably thinking or looking at his picture of that woman from the gadget show again yeah <laughs> there you go and we'll see you next week bye 81